0: This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. We pay respect to elders past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. <laughs> oh, oh, spooky. Spooky it's okay. It was a happy ending. Let me, let me close this close this laptop. Uh, it's such a sad movie. It is a sad movie, isn't uh, it? Every time I watch Nausicaa, it just it just really wells me up. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's so many sad moments. Why, that why little... did you suggest watching Nausicaa just before the pod? Oh. Oh, I'm going to be I'm going to be devastated for the whole time. I really thought it's a movie that would really resonate with you in a, like a positive way. You know, little baby Om being carried across the acid lake. You know, the mummy is, is real nice nice to him. I oh, mean, I didn't care about that, but that little chihuahua hanging on to that woman's coat... Wait, that's your, that's your takeaway? That's what got me really none, crying. None of the ecological messages, none of the, the, the radical pacifism. Ah, it just sounds like some Adam Band's, uh Green New Deal bullshit to me. And if plants could kill you, then why are people eating them all the time? Now, that was just completely ridiculous. But that chihuahua hanging on in the glider, just with its nails dug in to that cloak. Oh, so inspiring. Yeah, well, I mean, you love to get a bit of a good grip on, you know, like often I'll go to stand up and you're just like whoosh, right into my jumper. Oh yeah, I mean, I love, um, I love it when you can wear like a really nice loo- loose knit and really get my claws in. Um, you know, I love that. Um, yeah, and also I've, you know, I've had, I've uh, donned my share of shoulders. Yeah? Whose shoulders have you ridden on? Well, you remember when I was riding on um, Amy Klobuchar's shoulders? Oh, vaguely. When I was trying to um, show to the general public that she was um, nice to animals after that incident where she flogged that horse to death. Oh, yeah, that was not That was unfortunate. It didn't yeah. help her campaign all that much, did I it? I know. She's been... She really got a reputation as a ruthless gambler who couldn't take a loss. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, so I would ride on her shoulders, right? And um, you know, there was this one time when she was getting off a mm-hmm. private jet, and I thought, well, this will be a sneaky move. I'll get on her shoulders, and it'll be a nice surprise for the media. Um, well, it seems and like they said like that. It like, yeah, yeah, Fox and Friends were all there, um, and I thought this would be great. Um, but the second that she stepped off the plane, there was a large gust of wind and I got blown into the plane engine. What? Yeah, it was in um, October. I'm amazed that you came out so scot-free. Well, that's the thing about... I, I'm not convinced I survived that plane engine. Um, and I'm really trying to figure out whether this is uh, heaven or hell. What are you trending towards? What do you think, Where do you think you are? Well, I feel like ever since I came out of that uh, plane engine in late October the world's been going steadily downhill and I feel like Job being tested by God with all of the horrible things that have gone on yeah well I suppose you know bushfires well yeah we had to we had to cancel our trip to Malacuda oh, I was so excited about that trip and Amy Klobuchar had to pull out of the race and now we went to the shops the other day to get um, diapers for my swings, you know, I like to set up um, diaper swings and there was none. Yeah. So I feel like that's a very series of unfortunate events. And these frogs. No, these these frogs are really becoming quite a problem. Yeah, I mean, it's good that we can't hear them now. I think they're sleeping. But um, yeah, they've been a real menace. Yeah, they've been so fucking busy. Mm. Our backyard is just a sea of colour. Yes. Anyway, should we introduce the pod? Oh yeah, we probably should, hey? Yeah, alright, well... For any new listeners, um, I'm Spooky Sue, uh, local chihuahua, former treasurer of Australia. And who are you, Daddy? Oh, well, I'm Jack, your daddy. Now that's all you'll we'll ever be, I suppose. Well, that's how you see me, so I mm-hmm. feel like that's how the listeners should know me. And this is a, would you say this is a pod that talks about um, Ozpole, GlobPol and ClobPol? Yeah, I'd say we cover those three things. Pretty I think that's probably our tagline now, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we got this new microphone. Oh, we do. In the post. Yeah, well, you know, as I said, after all the complaints last week, I thought that we should uh, up our game a little bit. Oh, there's been more complaints about the Trojan horse? <sighs> We've gotten so many fucking complaints over the last week. Though, mm. less about the sound quality. Mm. Peter has been uh, calling me incessantly. Oh, Peter. Oh, that's great. I've been trying to get in touch. Uh, Peter Khalil? No, no. Not, I've been emailing him constantly. No, I not, want to get him on the pod. Not not, not our local representative. Oh. The uh, animal rights organisation. Oh, oh no. Yeah. But I am an animal, so... Yeah, well, apparently... I they're can not... do whatever I want to other animals. That's the circle of life. Apparently they're not that happy about your treatment of the frogs. You know, after you tried to mail them in the post to America. I've already been told off by Australia Post and escorted out of several offices. <laughs> yes. Can you just tell them that I've had enough? Well, I think the problem... And to is... give me a break? I think, it's... <laughs> I think the problem is that the frogs keep lobbying. Oh, the frog lob. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the leader has been, you know, writing a list of demands, grievances. It's a real pre-revolutionary France kind of situation going on here. Yeah, Kermit. All right, well, I don't know. I don't get any of his messages. I mean, it's, to me, I would say being green would be the easiest colour to be. You'd blend into so much of the environment. Green goes with everything, famously. Um, you know you we can wear a red dress really contrast um, against your skin yeah and you look how is it not e- how is it not easy being green? Give me one reason uh, yeah well I mean they've got other complaints too I mean if we look yeah. out our window we can see it all spread out in the lawn with all those quilts yes they have been um they have been making a lot of fibers out of the grasses haven't they and weaving them into quilts yeah mm. yeah spread out all over the lawn I don't know what it's in reference to yeah. I guess we'll figure it out over the course mm. of the week, right? Yeah, little, it looks like there's like sort of uh, personal effects uh, sewn onto the quilts as well. Yeah. F- little frog shoes and f- photographs. I don't know how... Th- did you know that frogs took photographs? I didn't, but you know, I'm learning a lot about frogs now that we're living with 40 to 50 of them. You really do find out a lot about them. I thought they were all just like one conglomerate, you know? I thought they were a, a homogeneous um, society. Turns out they're a heterogeneous society. Yeah. Scary stuff. And they've all got their own quilts, I suppose. I mean, what are they trying to say? That they've all got quilts and they're trying to brag? Because we've got quilts. You know, other daddy makes quilts. Yeah. So, maybe we could lay that on top of them, obscure it. All Well. Because other daddy's quilts are a lot nicer than these grass quilts. Yes. Yeah, they're not artistry is pretty subpar they're isn't it? pretty shit aren't they yeah. yeah I mean did you see that one down there where it's just like frogs can do maths but, you know they've got 9 times 9 and they haven't come up with a the right answer now have they yeah but that's very basic maths as well like I was talking about you know some some maths that you know there's some decimal points in it you know yeah something real tricky yeah a bit of long division oh yeah yeah long division that's right yeah yeah. I'm famously very good at that. Yes, I know. Well, you know, you've got all those awards that you've got stuck up on the fridge. Exactly. I mean, give me a number and I'll tell you what it's worth. Uh, 17. Um, that's worth uh, 20 beans and uh, it's, it's a very good lucky number. See, that's maths. It's a beautiful thing, maths. It Mysteries b- of the universe. It's beautiful because it's very interpretable interpretable. Yeah, you can get whatever you want from it. But you also do have to be right. But being right in maths is all about confidence. Right. It's a bit of a fake news situation, is it? Actually, I have in spades. Fake news? I mean, really, what's fake news? Isn't all news just being confident about something that you don't understand? Moving on. All right. So I've had some other complaints uh, along the lines of uh, uh, facts that... You believe, but maybe other people don't agree with you on. Well, I will die on that hill, for whatever it is. So, last week we were talking about how Connor, Janine's son, uh, seems to be... Corey. Corey. Well, there we go. There's a fact check for you. Yeah, there's a fact check for me. Anyway, Corey, uh, you said that he was covered in ambergris? I was led to believe he was covered in ambergris. And that he was getting the ambergris from beavers. I am now aware that ambergris does not come from beavers, Yes. and in fact, yes, comes from whales. Right. My question is, where is he getting the ambergris? Well, I rang Janine up, because Janine obviously had heard the pod. She was very angry at me, because she'd never said ambergris. Mm. She'd, um, she'd, only, she'd only said that it was grease. Right. Mm. And it turns out that it was Vaseline. Oh, God, she won't be happy about having that nicked. Yeah. She uses it to lubricate all the doors. She does, so they don't get sticky. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's where all her Vaseline was going. She was. Uh, she thought that I was using it for my lips. Oh, yeah, well, you do always have famously quite shiny lips. Oh, but I've also got famously very small lips. And it's like, how could I possibly be using your um, two kilo tubs of Vaseline? <laughs> it's... I I told her it was painfully ridiculous, and she would always sort of look at my lips and rub my f- rub her fingers over my lips and be like, hmm, "Seems greasy," and I I have to tell her I've just eaten a bucket of chips. What do you expect my lips to be like after a bucket of chips? I got chip lips, Janine. Yeah, well, I'm glad that you've managed to sort this not out in your friendship. Mm. Yeah. Look. It's getting harder every day with Janine, to be honest. Yeah. Since she's been in quarantine, she's going, just she's going spare. Yeah. Without, uh, without the thrill of the the wheels and all of the knobs and all of you know the all of the hoo ha and, <laughs> and the bazaars of the casino, she's really just gone really into herself. She's started talking about something called the secret. Oh. Which, as far as I can tell is just having wishful thoughts. Well, this isn't so bad. It seems like the right thing. That sounds like something that we should be probably promoting in this time of... What, we're having any... wishful thoughts? Yeah. Well, it's not really going to get you very far, is it just having wishful thoughts? What thoughts is she having? Oh, well, so just after she got quarantined, she did a big order from Dan Murphy's, and right. she, um, she ordered um, uh, three cases of red wine. And she accidentally ordered um, Shiraz. Right. Yes, but she um, she wanted a, a Cabernet Sauvignon. Right. So she's been secretly wishing that the wine will change. Well, it for Jesus, didn't it? I don't think he could change a Shiraz to a Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh. No. I really feel like, I mean, have you read the Bible? Once. I think you just got whatever wine God decided. Right. What kind of wine do you reckon God kicks out? Famously, a Malo drinker. Yeah. So I just think I mean if you can't even wish for wine to change, if that can't happen for you, then I don't know what all these wishes are really about. Yeah, that is true. Mm. I saw that your book got some reviews online. Oh really? Yeah. I I don't I don't read the reviews. Yeah. I mean so you know for the readers who are maybe a bit loose on this, it's a spooky's memoir. Oh, yes, yeah, so it's my memoir. It's a 200 page book of um, 300 GSM paper in which I wrote all of my thoughts um, about um, Chihuahua misrepresentation in the Australian media. And famously, I have no thoughts because you don't deserve them. Yes. So it's blank. But it's actually not blank because it's all space bars that have been pressed. Yes. Well, this There's person, a labour there. Yeah, this person's given this, your book five stars. Oh, that's great. Yeah. They've well, written... they obviously got it. Were they a chihuahua or a person? I think they're a person. What they've said is... Remains to be seen. Great cover. Well, everybody does love the cover. Yeah. Uh, love the paper. Beautiful to write on. Best notebook I've ever owned. Well, that's famously not what it's for, is it? No. That's horrible. Oh, I hate... uh, I hate that. I mean, let me ask you a question and then, in turn, ask this person a question. Really get them to search themselves. Would you go into a museum and look at, you know, like a Rothko, like a white one, like a a white to grey one? mm -hmm. Or like a Malevich or something, you know? Something really special. Something that someone put a a whole lot of work into. And... uh, just go scribble on it. Well, I mean, you famously did that. When? Oh, what, well, in 2007? Oh, but that was, I was scribbling on the de Kooning, the erased piece. But that was, that's a palimpsest, so it's different. Right. It's not a accurate and heart-rending exploration of, um, blankness. So it's inviting revisions. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean that's what it's that's what it's for the dacooning everyone had everyone had written on it. Oh, yeah, what kind of things have people written on it? Oh you know Jasper Johns had drawn a little light bulb Oh yeah, and uh, there was a little drawing of Homer Simpson up in the corner. Oh yeah, what did you add? Um I did one of those cool S's. Oh yeah, and then I wrote Pooky on the end, so it was spell out oh, spooky. F- spooky about the cool s. Yeah. I could never get those s's in primary school. Oh, well, you know, maybe you should just try a little bit harder yeah. What were you doing in primary school, just playing with your trains? Yeah, I guess I was just playing with my trains. Mm. That was It was a good train set, though. I had a bridge, big station. Well, I guess the bridge was okay, but the trains, I mean, it's very uncool. Yeah, well, well that's the story of my At life. least you went in, like, a big band or anything. Oh, you... Oh, no. Um, you were in a big band? I, I was in a big band for a little while. Oh, that's very disappointing. I know. I'm, I'm glad you don't do anything like that now. Just do cool things, right? Like ecstasy and um, dancing. Moving on. Oh. <laughs> uh How do you think Amy Klobuchar going at the moment? Um, well, Amy Klobuchar is famously lying a little bit low, but I did read in Politico this week that um, she has come out in support of Beto O'Rourke and Pete Buttigieg, and she is um, she's calling them. As a, as a triple, as a tripod, um, the fresh faces of the Democratic Party, and has, um, uh, try. She's trying to quash the rumors that they are uh, establishment uh, schmucks. So that they are painfully not establishment schmucks, but they are instead very cool, young, fresh faces on the scene, new kids on the block. Right, and do you agree with that assessment? I think she's trying very hard. I think that uh, that's to be commendable. I do, though, think that um, Pete Buttigieg and Beru Rock are a little bit cooler than she is. Um. She's all. I mean, that's why I don't like them though, because they're too they're too unrelatable. Why? orourke Rock's got that skateboard, and you know Pete Buttigieg has got that sort of receding hairline. That's pretty cool. But then, you know, Amy Klobuchar, you know, she's she's more of a dependable mum, like I've explained to you before. She's the kind of mum that's got... is too busy, so she lets you watch Scream 2 down in the basement. Yeah. that's inspiring stuff, isn't it? It is inspiring stuff. It's the mum... it's the friend's mum that you want to have. Yeah. How's she dealing with COVID? Amy Klobuchar? Yeah. She's fine. She's got a very strong immune system. Right. She, um... It's a mixture of, um, turmeric, um, coriander, parsley, sage, rosemary, yeah, thyme, yeah, and mixed in with a little bit of spirulina, mm-hmm. got some gold flakes in there, um, and then you mix that up with some lychee berries, and she takes that down every morning. So she's pretty, pretty, pretty prepared. Yeah, nothing's awesome. going to bring her down. I mean, how could you bring a constitution like that down? Impossible. She might have been beaten in the election, but she'll never be beat. Um, her, her white blood cell count is through the roof. <laughs> I mean, I heard one of your colleagues has a contracted corona. Oh, which one? Peter. Oh, is this is Peter Khalil? Is, it, is You're talking about Peter Khalil? Uh, n- no, Peter Dutton. Oh, Peter Dutton. Oh, yes. Well, I mean, that makes sense, because he... He's notoriously bad hygiene. Really? Oh, yeah. He strikes me as quite a clean man. What strikes you about him that says a clean man? I don't know. like in he, this skin. You know, like, he seems very anal. He seems like the kind of guy who would, like, have a brush to scrub his fingernails. Really? But have you seen his under eyes? That sort of brown discoloration? I mean, it's a dark pit of despair. But I have those dark pits of despair as well. Yeah, but yours are very different because that's all... If you zoom in close, it's all just, um, crunchy bits. Oh. And they're all just leftover crumbs that he rubs into his eyes. Oh, because he never washes his hands. Never washes his I hands. And then he goes to rub his eyes, it, it all gets around his eyes. And he's always eating raisin toast. Right. So he's got this constant crumb finger building up on his eyes. Oh, that's a bit... That's but on the bit... television, it just looks like he's got really tired eyes but no it's just so it's all crumbs I mean more than that though yeah he doesn't wash his hands he washes his elbows I suppose under the new regime he's not going to transmit it to anyone then if he's got clean elbows yeah like that's the whole idea right you're supposed to tap elbows with people instead of shake their hands oh well maybe that's why he was doing it yeah seems very early though because he was doing this back in like 2012 right I mean, so, you spend a lot of time in Parliament. Do you think it's a clean place to work? Do you think there's good hygiene there? Certainly not. No? I mean, famously, you know that uh, drinking fountain that's supposed to be, you know, the place where everyone talks, where they share all their secrets, because it's uh, loud and drowns out the sort of uh, hidden microphones that are all over Parliament? You well, heard you heard of this, right? I have not heard of this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust oh, you on it. Oh, alright, well... That is disgusting. Oh? Oh, it's absolutely disgusting. Tell me your horror stories. Oh, just everyone throws just all their apple cores in there. Um, and, you know, they don't even take the stickers off. So the stickers build up, start clogging the, um, the drainage. Um, and there's all sorts of other things in there, you know. Um, like sp- uh, spent capsules from um, uh, Nang's. God. Oh yes, you you wouldn't believe how many people are nanging between sittings. I believe that mm. you know they've got to keep themselves weird. Yeah, so hurt. they'll go out. They'll go out from like a, a party room meeting. Yeah. Go over to the drinking tap, disguise their the whoosh of the nanganator with uh, the water trickling, and then drop it straight into the and then go into a briefing. Oh my god. Yeah, Palmer sounds fun. Parliament's a fucking wild ride. I mean, that's why I was there for so long, because yeah. it was just all the drugs that were circulating around, all the fun you could have, just yelling, everyone's bitching about each other. Oh, you know, didn't matter what table you were at at lunch, there was someone who was complaining about someone else, and you could you could get wrapped up in a bunch of gossip for weeks. Oh. Did you ever try to clean up the act of uh, on the hygiene thing? Because you did sound a little bit horrified about that. I was a little bit horrified, but obviously none of my uh, initiatives were ever taken up by the Parliament because I couldn't raise my hand above the benches. Right. If you if you had have been able to, to raise your hand, what might you have advocated for? Um, I would, probably would have had some mandatory sprays. Right. Hmm. Which is like hole just constantly being pumped in through yeah, the Yeah, maybe some hole sprays. Yeah. Um, I didn't really have a very thought out uh, system for that. But, you know, I was the treasurer, so... Oh, yeah, well, what do you think of the economic stimulus? Are they doing what you would be doing? I mean, I know last week we talked about bread lines mm. and how you want to reinvigorate them. Well, I think the bread lines are still a great idea. But also I think... Just giving people money is not going to be a way for stopping the spread of disease because money is famously very filthy. Oh, yeah. It's full of disease. So if you start giving everyone money, I mean, it's just going to spread it around, isn't it? Right. That's a good point, Spooky. Isn't there traces of all sorts on money? Well, I mean, I suppose most people people aren't, mm. aren't, aren't, aren't trading in coins like you do. Most people would probably just use their credit cards. I mean, I know you can't get a credit card, but most people would use a credit card. Most people can get a credit card? Yeah, most people can. How many of them would you say? I would say... 99% of the population. Well, I feel like they probably don't deserve it. If I don't deserve it, I mean, what did I do? Just, you know, a bit of embezzlement. It's only a couple meal. Yeah. I mean, you did try to buy that jet. Yes, but I didn't, did I? No. I just talked about it. Which is very different. It's like what Joe Biden was saying in the debates today, you know? He might have uh, said that he was against Medicare on the floor, but he didn't vote against it. It's an important distinction. It's an important distinction, you know? What we say and what we do doesn't always have to match up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, so I'm guessing with all this, these references to Peter Khalil, you have not lined him up for an interview like you promised. I told him that I would give him a dry hand job if he came on the pod, but he refused. <sighs> I, guess I got a message back from his campaign, just a, a very rote message, saying that Peter Khalil does not accept dry hand jobs or any sort of hand jobs as payment for participating in niche podcasts. Right, And the niche is what really got me, because that was a real eyebrow raiser. And I was like, what pods has he been on for a dry hand job? You know, that's very incriminating. So yeah. I think I can probably use that email to uh, really nail Khalil to the wall yeah. in the coming election. <laughs> we'll put it in the uh, potato chip bag, mm. if, you know, next time there's a, there's a crisis. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I'll probably just nail it to all the doors of the churches in the area. Right. Mm. I mean, that is something you do do most weekends. Yeah, and it's how I get most of my stuff, most of my stuff that I lose, it's how I get it back. <laughs> Just go around to the church doors and pick it back up. Well, I'll, you know, I'll leave a phone number and then someone will call me and be like, Oh yeah, I found your shawl. Um, or, you know, oh, um, did you lose a pair of shoes? Um, I saw your note the other day. Oh, well, It's very effective. It sounds like a great system. Yeah, and whenever I need to do a snap rally... Always, I can always get a few two hours together by nailing. Um, you know, if you nail closer to the ground of the church door, then you can, you can really target the demographic. If you nail a little bit higher, you might get some beagles, right? Um, which could be good watchdogs. Yeah, they're they're good political agents. Beagles. And they're good watchdogs. Famously, yes, yeah. which you you know you do need in a political system. What 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 dogs are bad for politics? Do you think? Uh, most other dogs. Right. Uh, labradors. What's wrong with labradors? Snitches. Oh, right. Mm. Yeah. What about greyhounds? Are they good? Wusses. Right. Mm. Yes, it's only the tenacity of the Chihuahua that makes. Uh... It's the tenacity and fortitude of the Chihuahua. Also, our ability to uh, become uh, scapegoats when necessary. Right. To uh, sort of drag in the evil and then uh, sacrifice ourselves for the greater good. Yes, well, that is famously the history of. Of mm-hmm. What you were bred to do. Yes, well, we we uh, we do it, and we we are not uh, we're not fussy about it. <laughs> all right. Um, so yeah, I I do have a question for this week. All right. Um, do you want to hear it? I'm feeling very very generous, and like I could provide a lot of advice. Do you have any questions for me, Daddy? I could probably sort your life out. I feel like I've been asking you questions all night, and I feel like. This one's going to take a lot of your intellectual energy because I was, I, was, I was quite surprised by it, actually. All right, okay, let's give it a go. Yeah. It's a love question. I know you love a love question. I love to love. All right, you ready? hmm Dear Spooky, I'm in a long-term relationship with my boyfriend, but things have been a bit weird lately and I'm not sure what to do. Whenever I try to talk to him about it, he cuts me off and says things like, if you want to fool the world, tell the truth, or laws are like sausages. It's better not to see how they're made. This morning, I suggested going out for a bagel, but he said he wasn't hungry because he'd had 11 boiled eggs for breakfast. Things never used to be this way. Now he's only interested in talking about consolidating the power of a Junker elite to curb the influence of socialists and Catholics. If I didn't know better, I'd say he's planning to annex Alsace and Lorraine and unify the German states under Prussian leadership. Please help. Alright, that's an interesting question. Um, well... The first thing I would say is that there can be a lot of unexpected benefits um, from unifying um, the German states under Prussian rule. Right. Yes, yeah, such as there can be a lot of uh, uh, social programs, such as uh, social security for the elderly and um, uh, bread lines, maybe even. Um, you can also uh, create a united front to defeat the King of Denmark. Right. Is he causing a lot of problems these days, is he? Oh, it could could be terrible for a relationship for what seems like a young budding relationship to have the king of Denmark getting in there all up in your business cucking you like a fucking chicken right so you don't want that Um, so I would say yes just look on the bright side of maybe unification and also eggs are a very high protein um, snack much better than a bagel It'll keep you going for longer and give you the tenacity that you need to maybe um, move down into Paris and, you know, destroy Napoleon Bonaparte's son. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you quite famously love eating eggs for breakfast. I know. I'm a big fan of eggs. Um, had an eggs benedict with wise blood the other day. Oh yeah? How was that? Ah, oh, she loved it. She couldn't get enough. Yeah. She kept just yelling, I love it. I love eggs benedict. Yeah. Is Amy Clovishore a big fan of Ex Benedict? Um, she likes Ex Florentine. Oh, well, oh, controversial choice. Mm, I know. I'm more of an Ex Atlantic. Yes, yes, mm. I've seen you go at others. But so. I'll do a Benedict if pressed. Yeah, well, mm. uh, that's a pretty. Big, uh, I think you answered that question quite well, Spooky. I think I I answered that very well. Thanks for sending that in. Who 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 was that that sent that one in? Uh, They haven't attached a name. I guess they want to keep it a secret. What? doobie sister is that I'm reading am I reading that right? Yeah surely that's not a name. All right well doobie sister uh, what have we got for you? what can we what can we send her? Um, maybe this will help with your with your relationship. All right well we've got um, uh, we've got a clock uh, a clock on a strap oh. um, and we've got a oh, I'm trying to look around for anything good. Um we've got a big pillow. Um it's orange. How about that? I don't think she'll be satisfied with that. Alright, well let's that's Why give are her we th- sending her things? Can we give her the microphone? I could probably give her the microphone. I know we just got it, but so we can get another one. How much money are we making out of this pod so far? Uh has this been a real cash cow? Yeah, I think it's been the opposite of a cash cow. I think it's been more of a cash leak. Oh Leech. no. Leech. Oh well, you, you can't embarrass me like like this. I was the treasurer of Australia, we're just leaking money on this operation. When do we get to monetize this? Oh, I think you're gonna have to work a bit harder to get us monetized. Speaking. All oh, right. Well, I mean, you could always Vimo me if you want. I'll try that next week. Hey, mm, I mean, maybe Might maybe have now... to buy a camera though. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe now that we're all um, in quarantine, you know, we could uh, start cam girling. I think I'd be a beautiful cam girl. Yeah One boy one dog Yeah mm-hmm. um, So I think it's coming to that time of the week Where you might want to tell us about your favourite thing <gasps> Bridging visa? Bridging visa You're going to sing the, uh, the song for us? Alright let's give it a go It really, really worked out last week Did yeah. we get any uh, messages about people liking that? No no Alright well uh, I don't care Because it's my favourite thing And everyone else can fuck off yeah. right. Bridging visa You're cry there Bridging bees are through the air. Oh, spooky, I think you're getting better at it every week. Ah, oh, thank you very much. I've been um, uh, gargling with a lot of honey. Right. Mm. Really, it's smoothed out your voice. It's really good for yeah, for those uh, amber tones. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um so the bridge I've got for us this week is a little bridge. Um it's very small. It uh, connects uh, well it used to connect, um, a prison to a holding cell in the fine town of Venice. It's called the Bridge of Sighs. Oh, well that sounds very nice. Yes, it was built in uh, 1600. Yeah. And it was called the Bridge of Sighs because um, when the prisoners were going from um, the holding cell to the prison um, it was the last time that they were allowed to make a sigh. Oh. Um, and then, from then on they, they had to um, sort of swallow their sighs and there was um, no no glum feelings in the prison. What happens if they sighed in prison? What would happen to them? Um, instantly, instantly killed, yeah. Oh gosh. They must have like, quite a small prison then. I feel like prisoners must sigh a lot. I think I would sigh a lot if I was in prison. Well, not if you were in the sighing prison that uh, you get to by the Bridge of Sighs. It was actually a very happy place because They encouraged uh, self-reliance and fortitude there. And it was the bridge that really made that happen, which I think was beautiful, you know? I see why you like this bridge. It really embodies all of the things you believe in. I think having a bridge where you can sort of express a negative emotion, something that you don't want on the other side of the bridge, you know? Like, that's why I think uh, we should have bridges for all sorts of negative emotions that we don't want to see in society, you know? Like, we could have a road rage bridge... where, you know, you drive over and you drive the worst you possibly can, honking the whole way, shouting, calling people all sorts of names, bozos and baboons, you could could say, outside your window. But then when you get over to the other side, driving smooth as a boat. So do you think you like bridges because they sort of represent a littoral zone? Or do you think it's because uh, they can... uh materialise our desires for transcendence and transformation. I think what I like most about Bridges is they are in an arc like a sad face. Oh. That's quite beautiful, Spooky. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Alright, well, what's up for your week ahead? Um, week ahead, well, I mean, it's very up in the air, isn't it? It is. I'm waiting to see if my my employment is just going to... I'm wait, yeah, I'm waiting to hear about whether my um, Pilates will be cancelled. Yeah, you know I've also got uh, several readings coming up. You know, at uh, Hares and Hyenas, and um, there was one at at Coles that I was going to do. Right. Um, you know they might be cancelled. Oh, I was going to go to a show at Blindside that's been cancelled. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to do with all of my time. Um, obviously, I'll try and. Uh, talk to the frogs and try and get some of the nonsense that's happening out there a bit sorted out. Yes, well, I feel like we need some peace there. Yeah, so I got the I got the whipper snipper going the other day, and I got I got rid of about uh, half of the quilts, but still need to do the other half of that. And then they've also been uh, creating some very damp areas, uh, we're trying to create lakes by spitting, um, and they've they created a few little ponds. So I'm gonna get some sand and fill them in so it's more of an escalation rather than a peace finding mission you've got lined up for the next week yeah I said that I would Skype with Janine as well she said she's been um, extremely lonely right yeah she's she said she wants to show me how she can flick her bean so that could be interesting that sounds pretty interesting Yeah. yeah how's Corey going? uh I mean Corey has actually moved out he's living in the car oh he was too greasy for the house He's, gre- he's completely greased up the car, but it, it's actually good because it's an old Volvo, so it right. could really use a lot of grease to yeah. keep the gears going. Well, you know, Janine probably hasn't serviced it in a year. Yeah, but he kept Yeah, he kept going down the banisters, and they were just getting slidier and slidier. In the house. In the house, yeah. Right. So he had to move out to the car. Right. Mm. Who's feeding him? He's feeding himself. Oh. You can... You know, you can survive on Greece for a very long time. Yeah, Vaseline has got mm. good, good calorie content, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, as long as you're getting water and, you know, obviously he gets that from when the rains fall on the car, he'll, um, uh, you know, lick the windshield. Right. Mm. Well, I'm glad to know that he's getting along okay. Mm. All right, well, I guess that's probably all all we have for this week, eh, hey, Spooky? Yeah, I think that's pretty good, right? Yeah. Do you have a poem for us? Yeah, all right. I could do a poem. club of beauty is a joy forever. It's political fortitude only increases and you will be the cloak I'll cling to when the winds get blowy and the times get tough. And I a small dog are blown through the turbine and into the ambergris It's a really beautiful poem Spooky thank you yes I know it was a beautiful poem it was quite beautiful that time yes alright well see you in heaven see you in heaven mm.